And that's a little that's bit you. weird. And that's a little bit weird. Stalking a puppet. And maybe, uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe he wants to put his hand somewhere where uh-huh. it's been before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Brett the Hitman Hart turned 62 years old. Huh? You're going to speak up. He's beyond AARP, huh? Leave Sasha Banks alone, people. No. Listen, she ain't my balls. She ain't your balls. Your balls. <laughs> She ain't the boss of me. I could, I'll say about 30 or 40% of the audience don't even know who their father is. You know what I'm saying? They probably don't. What? He's talking about the audience's father? Or yeah, the audience's <laughs> father. They don't know who they are. I think I'm pretty good on the mic. I think I, I can cut a pretty good promo here and there. And, uh... <laughs> Why did I press that on myself? Man? What? Dave Benoit. Dave Benoit. <laughs> oh, Chris okay. Jericho joke. Uh, just leave it for him, okay? Uh, <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to a new edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody. Hello. And the third wheel, Rick Serrano Third. Hey people. And we are still missing Miguel Cole. Yeah, man. What what what's going on with this, man? Anything? I mean three weeks now, man. It it is three weeks. Now I'm starting to get a little Nervous and scared for the guy. What the hell's going on? I don't know, but they, I've reached out to the law enforcement. Really? To the the, the bus stop, the bus depot. They ain't even nah, I heard. Him. I know the global guys uh, came up with a theory, and uh, I don't know if they got their geographical. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, their geographies. Does the circumference? Thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Right or wrong, but Las Vegas and Canada is, is kind of... I mean, I don't know how uh, Tom, uh, TJ um, was able to come all the way to Las Vegas just to put cocaine in his bag. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he was stalking him. And that's a little that's bit true. weird. And that's a little, a little bit weird. weird. Stalking a puppet. And maybe, uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe he wants to put his hand somewhere where uh-huh. it's been before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Plus, um, cocaine is cold for snow in Canada. It, it, you know what? <laughs> it, it, it could be. Who knows? But anyway, um, so you posted uh, a picture of Miguel. Yeah, uh, man, I'm worried. He's missing. It's been a little over three weeks since we last seen Miguel Cole. He was on his way home to New York from the bus uh, from Las Vegas, uh, but he never made it home. Um, so some kind. And that course, was your fault, Tony. How was that my fault? Because you... 
didn't give him the money to take the bus. With That's him. it. That was his problem. <laughs> All right. So Simon Christopher Davis says that fool either on at the blackjack table or strip club. <laughs> My True. God. Yeah, I made sure I called the Vegas and they haven't seen him. They have not seen him. Um, Anton Hoffman, Ant Liberated, he posted a gif of uh, Bray Wyatt. And he says, no one can ever truly hurt you. And uh, he said, maybe Miguel needed to be with his brethren. Whoa, Interesting. That is very, very dark. Um, now, I got I to gotta play this because uh, it's, a, it's a sentiment. And uh, Rick posted this uh, video, so um, take a listen to it. Hey, people, it's the third wheel. Rick's right on the third from the Wrestling POV podcast. And, guys, this is the third Friday in a row that I haven't heard or seen Miguel Cole. I'm getting real concerned. You know, as much as I complain about him, we're going to miss him. (laughs) And I just want him to come home. Miguel, I miss you, please. I need you to come home. I, I miss your annoying. Everything about you is so annoying, but I miss it. Please come home. Miguel. Come home. <laughs> wow, Rick. So, Rick, uh, you want to tell us how you truly feel? That wasn't even me. <laughs> no, man. Come on. Of course I miss him, man. Three years, man. Oh, man. That, yeah. That's... Uh... That's uh, something else, yeah. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, we do. Uh, do we got a poll? No, actually, no. We're gonna read some of the postings from uh, our Facebook page. Uh, one of them was from me. Hey, Tony, Tony. Before yeah. before you get into that, um, uh-huh. you know, I was checking on Twitter and I see that Miguel was active on Twitter not too long ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, he wrote, "They found me and I let them in." They Hashtag Puppet Mania. I don't... Huh. I mean, it, what, he joined the Muppets or something? I mean, I don't get it. It's a little weird. Yeah, that's... that's. He posted that on Twitter? Yeah, on our Twitter page at Wrestling POV. He put, huh. they found me and I let them in. Hashtag Puppet Mania. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. That is a little odd. Why? And when did he, when did he post this? Yesterday. Huh. So that's a Friday... I don't know. I I don't I, know. I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed too by that. Obviously, he's alive, so that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, if, if anybody, anybody, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, if anybody has a whereabouts of Miguel, please tell him to call us or something, and check out our Twitter page. Maybe you can comment, get him to respond. Um, cause I don't know where this dude is at, and, I, and yeah, or if he needs if to you come can, back to work. yeah, he needs to come back to work, or if you can like. Try to decipher what that tweet meant. You know, yeah. that's a little odd. Um, but hey, you know, on with the show, and uh, hopefully we'll hear something. My God. So, all right. So now on the Facebook, on our Facebook page, uh, I saw postings <clears throat> about John Cena's haircut, new haircut. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. like, okay, I got, I got to take a look. And uh, yeah, so I posted a picture of a before and after. Um, so I put, uh, does that mean he gets taken off the book? Yes. And I let the fans decide because I wanted them to see the haircut themselves. So um, <clears throat> they all looked, <laughs> obviously. And um, our very own Josh Sanders says, John Cena, you just left the book. Uh, and Jay Howell says, out of the book. So uh, 
Does he get off or what? Yes. Yeah, I mean, right. I guess so. If Jay Hobble said so. If Jay Hobble said so, there we go. <laughs> I don't know about Josh Sanders, but if Jay Hobble said Who? it. Yeah, exactly. Josh Sanders. <laughs> Jay Hobble? What's that? <laughs> Wait, is that who we're talking about? No. No, we're talking about the other one? <laughs> the Edgehead. The Edgehead. Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot about that. That's disgusting. <laughs> all right, so all right, so he's off the book. All right, so uh, we'll take him off. Sure, I guess. All right, so with that being said, it is time for, we got to, oh, yeah. We got a really interesting hot tag news today. So we did do a poll. That's why we're not, I'm not doing the poll now. I'm going to save it for the hot tag news segment. And regarding Chris Benoit's son, it's interesting. And this is from one of our loyal fans out there from Wrestling POV. Uh, asked us to talk, discuss about this. So we're going to talk about it. Before we get into that, we have to talk about the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before I do that, let's get into some birthdays. Alright, um, I can't pronounce his last name. Alicia Fa Fa no. How is it pronounced? Alicia Fox. <laughs> Alicia Fox. Or Turns. you can say Alicia Fong. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Fox turns 33 years old. Wow, and still and, and you know what? She's still employed with the WWE, so I don't want any other shit out there saying that. Oh, that, that. No. Number one, it was her fault to begin with. You know, yeah. she should be lucky she got a job. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Uh, Barry Windham turns 59 years old. 59? Good God, man. Yeah. Wow, good for him, though. He, he was one I've, I've watched when I was a kid growing up, and... Uh, wrestling in the mid-south areas and he went under the name one time of yellow dog and i always remember that because i was like why what i don't get it and then i looked back at the story reading the magazines back in the day and uh, i found out why i was like all right but, cool. but you weren't a kid then you were like 25 yeah i was about you know 35 but oh, you know, okay we're not gonna say anything about that <laughs> all right uh scott <laughs> dawson turns 35 years old isn't he a raw champion Tag team champion, something like that? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one, it's bizarre how this works out. Sid Justice, Sid Vicious, Psycho Sid, and Just Sid turns 59 years old all on the same day. Oh. Wow. Would you look at that? Would you look at it? Would you look at that? Quintuplets? Yeah. Who, me? Yep. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Terry Funk turned 75 years old. Is he still wrestling? Is he still alive? <laughs> He's still alive, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. And last but not least, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart turned 62 years old. Ah. You're going to speak up. <laughs> He's beyond AARP, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. You can still put me in a sharpshooter, you know what I'm saying? What? Whoa. Especially on Sundays, I guess. Whoa, that was that? that was last month. Sorry, Whoa. guys. Oh! <laughs> my God. That was supposed to be in my line. <laughs> uh, apparently, he took it. <laughs> well, with that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. 
William Goldberg says, The only thing I need to accomplish is erase the feeling from last match. <laughs> <laughs> he should. That's so Well, much. you need to not ever get in the ring again because you're going to mm-hmm. make it worse. Mm-hmm. True. That is true. Please My retire. God. Right? Oh, yeah. my Lord. Please retire. Oh, you know, he's making that money. What can you do? You know? AJ Lee says, never say never on a return to the ring. What? Really? It, yeah. But what ring? AEW. Yeah. Really? You think AEW? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor. But, but see, because the thing of it is, think about it, too. Uh, she really didn't do anything with WWE that made them like, oh, she can never come back. Because if that's the case, look at what they're doing with Renee Young. True. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm sorry to say, in their eyes, Dean Ambrose did them dirty. Mm-hmm. Okay? In their eyes. And dirty they could have... They <laughs> and they could have very well... <laughs> and they could have very well treated Renee like shit. And they wouldn't have True. offered her... They wouldn't have offered her um, that spot in Fox, you know. So well, it could be WWE. You well, know? The, my thing, no, my thing is that there's offering her that spot to keep her further away from Dean. Sure. Are you the way that you are? Oh. Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. Damn. I'm logical. I hate. So much about the things that you choose to be. Yep, I'm special. Uh, you know, I do agree with you, but who knows? I mean, what can we take out of that, you know? Nothing. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, WWE kind of did punish AJ by taking away her longest Divas title reign and giving it to Nikki Bella. I know. Yeah. It, it, that's true. True. But. And she was a fighting champion. But I think they would hire her back in a minute. Oh yes, they and will. she that said, I think? "Yeah." That I think. That I think. That's what he think. That's what I think. Ooh yeah! <laughs> Speaking of ooh yeah, Maria Canellis is preggers. Yeah, that's a true story. Now the thing of it is, what what got me a little upset is like people are saying that uh, the rumors, and and I don't need it's just rumors, you know. People are saying that WWE was pissed at her, you know, they didn't know, da da da. But she went out to say that she goes, well, you know, before that they signed the contract, their new contract, that she did say she wanted to have another baby, so mm-hmm. she did let them know. So um, I don't I don't think she would do that. I mean, let's come on, you know. I mean. But honestly, um, she is a Paul Heyman girl. I don't know if a lot of you guys know that. She's yeah, she a is. she's a Paul Heyman girl. Paul Heyman loves her to death. She loves. I mean, so he's like. That's why. If, and we'll talk about Raw in a minute. You know, Raw was the way it was, and she was on Raw was because of Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, just Paul really. And, and you know what? Honestly, I think they made the right decision. By re-signing WWE, because now, first of all, they're making five hundred grand each, okay, for the next five years. That's I think, as far as security goes, I think that it was a better deal than if they would not re-sign. And because honestly, there's no telling what AEW was going to pay them, and I don't think they even know. 
to be honest. Right, right. You know, so I think it's a sense of security. She's pregnant now, but they're still bringing it as a couple. They're bringing in a million dollars a year. So I think they made out. A lot of people didn't like it. They're like, oh, why? They never use them. Blah, blah, blah. Well, making out doesn't make a baby, Tony. It don't? No. Well, damn. I didn't That's know why that. his wife said to him. Bingo! Oh, damn. It's <laughs> fucked up. All right, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, John Cena, the new haircut and everything, was harassed. In I London, saw that video, that motherfucker, man. By a YouTuber who mm-hmm. wants to be famous. Trying to um, be. So, you know, as I was watching, I got to give the credit to my wife. Because I was like, yo, John Cena handled that very professionally. And she was like. I think he did. Um, he was kind of, uh, whatchamacallit, passive aggressive when he said, uh, when he was telling the guy, thank you for asking me if you can record. So I was just saying, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> Was that Matt Novak? Yeah, was it Matt? I think that was Matt. Might have been, but Matt (laughs) Novak would have left some spit on his neck and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, but and and a darker tan. Yeah, John Cena did handle it professionally. I think he did. He was a little passive aggressive when he well, was like, because the guy kept you. filming. Well, the guy kept filming him, and then he was yeah. being a dick towards him. So of course, yeah. yeah. How like how long is John Cena supposed to be a nice guy? No, exactly. Well, on the jump, off the jump, in the very beginning, he was just like, "Thank you for asking me to record," and I was mm-hmm. like, "All right." Well, but because I mean, I think, no, think about it this. Think about it this way: if somebody just rushed up to you with a fucking phone in your face, you'd be like, "God dang, dude!" So he was he was thrown off. The way right, I definitely. saw that video, he was kind of thrown off. So he was kind of like, dude, you know, you could have asked me. <laughs> you know, I would have, because I'm pretty sure John Cena would have been cool yep. about letting him record it. But then the fact, too, is that he kept, you know, recording him and talking the shit time. Yep. the whole time. So, yeah, I think John Cena handled it better than anybody else would. So. Oh, better than Randy Orton, that's for sure. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> With his better than Sasha Banks. Mm hmm. Oh my God, Sasha! Oh. Sasha need to take lessons from mm-hmm. John Cena. Yeah, she does, bitch. No. <laughs> Leave Sasha Banks alone, people. No. Listen, she ain't my balls. She ain't your balls. Your balls. <laughs> she ain't the boss of me. <laughs> nasty, Mimi. All right, that's all the news I got. All right, so on to rumors. Eric Young, he is working as a producer for the WWE now. I think that's a good deal. Eric Young is very smart when it comes to wrestling, and they haven't really been using him except for the fucking 24-7 title thing, and I think that's a good role for him. Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it'll stir shit up. Uh, Corey Graves used of holy shit during Raw this week. It was planned and not something he's going to get in trouble for, so everybody else, you know, that was the deal. Everybody thinks he did it on his own. He didn't. Uh, Ricochet. He is in line for a big push. A big, and get, a big push. <laughs> and guess who is behind it all? Paul, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul Good Heyman job. really wants to push him. Uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows have agreed to new deals with WWE, but they have yet to sign contracts to make it official. Um, but I think they, need, they did. They need their blood, right? They need yeah. The blood. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so I think... Um, they haven't. Uh, I, I think they already did because they've been on TV a lot uh, doing this angle with AJ. Uh, and speaking of AJ, AJ's heel turn was not a spur of the moment decision, and it wasn't part of Paul Heyman taking over. It was already planned. 
So uh, oh. this was planned even before Paul Heyman. Uh, that's all I got for uh, rumors. Rick, injury? Just a broken heart <laughs> waiting for my puppet to come home. Serious? Damn, this messed up. That's it. Oh, can I get a shout out before we continue? A shout out? Yeah. Who who are you trying to shout out on the ship? I want to shout out to Sengue. Who? Sengue. He Who's is that? the young man of Jennifer Montes, uh-huh. of the girl that I work with. Uh-huh. She listens. He listens to our show every week. Oh well, then okay, then he deserves a shout out. Then. So, Sengue, shout out to you, bro. Sengue. 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 I thought you were saying Sengue. That's, that's a, a, a Native American name. Oh, look at that! Well, if you're listening, that, uh, there's your shout out. Don't ask for any more. Exactly. And Sengue, let me let me tell you this: Am I your favorite? You better no. say yes. No, you better say no. I know where yes. you live. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> I work with New your York. mama. You better say it's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's your shout out. I hope you enjoyed the show and continue to be a fan. And always go on our Facebook page, too, if you had any questions. You know you can do that. He don't have Facebook. Well, tell, your ma- tell his mama to let him do it. <laughs> All right? Damn it. That's because the wrestling POV said so. <laughs> 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 All right. Buy some stuff collar and elbow on your mom's credit card. Yes, please. <laughs> order about. I'm giving you permission to order at least two hundred dollars worth. Make yeah. sure you use the promo code WPOV. <laughs> I use the promo code WPOV. <laughs> All right. So now the oh, hot tag news is about Chris Benoit's son, and this is coming from the fifty dollar man himself, Clay Cummings. He asked and said, "Okay, guys, I have a hot tag news question. Do you guys?" think that David Benoit, who is Chris Benoit's son from a previous marriage, will ever get a chance to wrestle in WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, you know, etc. I've noticed he's been training to wrestle and is great friends with Jericho and Natalia, or because of the name and the horrible acts his father did, may not ever give him the chance to wrestle in the big leagues. I understand if you don't want to answer the question, do um, to what the hell he wrote. Revolving Chris Benoit, I was just curious about what you guys thought. So, we uh, made this into a poll. And uh, it was quite interesting with some of the comments that was read. Uh, Rick, what are your thoughts into uh, what Clay Cummings said, the $50 man? Well, Clay Cummings, David Benoit will never... Get the opportunity to wrestle in any of the major wrestling corporations. I Why do you say that? I think he's an indie man, and that's where he's going to be because, first of all, his name is David Benoit. <laughs> um, obviously, you can just change your name, but the guy is a splitting image of his father. He does look like him. He's going to need to wear a mask or something, and it's just... WWE is never going to take him. I'm sorry. You don't that's think never so? Gonna happen. Never going to happen. And I don't see him... Maybe AEW, if Jericho has some kind of pull over there, he can pull him over there. I doubt it. I just, I honestly, I honestly, I mean, the way wrestling fans are nowadays, I don't think they'll even remember who the hell Chris Benoit is. Okay? You got Davey Boy Smith Jr., Brian Pillman Jr., and Teddy Hart Jr. No, I'm kidding. But, you know. (laughs) They only know him, them, but I can guarantee, I could, I'll say about 30 or 40% of the audience don't even know who their father is. You know what I'm saying? They probably don't. <laughs> what? Is he talking about the audience's father? Or yeah, the, the audience's <laughs> father. They don't know who they are. 
Came out. Yeah, I know. Forty percent of the audience don't know who their daddy is. They don't know who their daddy is. No, I'm talking about who their father, Brian Pillman, and, yeah, and Davey those, Boy those wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? I can guarantee. Who, it. So who? Was, I mean, and I'm sorry to say, when when that tragic accident or that tragic not accident, but when that tragedy happened, Chris Benoit was like wiped off the wrestling almanac. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I'm trying to get at. So I don't think a lot of people would even know. So for David Benoit to come into wrestling, either he needs to wear a mask, like uh, someone said, or he can just change his like name. I said, I just said that. Is that who you, is that who you are? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. But, you and, know what and, I'm saying? And I kind of agree with Tony. Um, he has to prove himself first for us old people, you know? Yeah. Um, so if he comes in with a mask with a different name, you know, and, and, and prove himself and then somebody can rip off the mask. You know how they do mask for mask. mask yeah. Mask, mask, oh, mask. that would be a good angle. You though. know what I mean? And then he shows up. Oh, my God. And oh, you no. know what I mean? So, so, and, but they'll, my thing is, which, which I'm a hundred percent with is let the kid be judged by his works. Mm-hmm. Not by the sins of his father. That's true. Uh, you know, because it, it just seems like he's going to get punished for something he didn't do. Exactly. And the, the, the sad part is, though, the fan base won't allow it. I guarantee as soon as he steps in that ring, they're going to be chanting Crippler. They're going to be chanting mm. Rabbit Wolverine, Chris Benoit. But, no, but you, you see, Benoit. the thing is, if you go in there and he has his own finisher, you know what I mean? He has his own finisher and he's doing his own thing. I'm telling you, if he comes in with a mask and he's and no one mentions it, I, I bet you he'll. I think his whole wrestling style cannot resemble his dad's. No, it just can't. And you know, I'm, no. and and what I'm talking about is like you got, for instance, Dave Boy Smith Jr. You know, for him to be like separate from his dad, you know, and he wants to have a name for himself right don't ever do that power slam like your dad used mm-hmm. to do you know you follow what i'm saying does that make yeah, sense yeah, yeah. so i mean for but he's already doing his own thing which is awesome you know i'm and not saying his that his style is totally different his, you know, it, it is a little bit yeah and plus he's like twice the size of his dad exactly you know so yeah his style has to be different david benoit his whole style like please don't do the crippler cross face don't no do don't no diving headbutt. No German no ger- none of that stuff, man. Don't do anything that would implicate that you were his son. You know what I'm saying? Be your own guy. I think he'll be okay. Um, but unfortunately, like you said, Rick, though, there's gonna be people out there that's gonna chant Crippler or or Benoit. They're gonna do something to this kid that's gonna bring him back to his dad. And, and honestly, that's not fair. It's not fair. You gotta give him a break. Don't get me wrong. I am totally for it. Like, yo, man, do you, man? I, I hope you. I wish you the best. I mm-hmm. do not see it as a from a business standpoint. Anybody giving him that chance or opportunity. All right. Well, the poll that uh, you put it out, right, Rick? Right? Yeah. Yes, so sir. how you worded it was this week's poll in Hot Tech News. Uh, will David Benoit, uh, son of Chris Benoit, ever get an opportunity to wrestle for any of the major wrestling companies? WWE. Ring of Honor, New Japan, or AEW. So Trevor uh, Campbell said the last three, yes. WWE, no. Uh, Christopher uh, McAfee 
Love how you inconveniently don't mention impact. <laughs> Why would I mention impact? Isn't impact like an indie? <laughs> it should be. Jesus. You know what? Christopher McGolfie. Let's put him as a hater comment. That was fucked up. Like, like, like we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I actually forgot to mention Impact. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, Jeffrey Knight II, he says, wouldn't be surprised if he used a name other than Benoit, though. Just exactly pretty much what we just said. Yeah. Clay Cummings, the one who came up with this, he says, I believe he should be able to be, um, be able to at least get an opportunity where he wherever he goes. Just because his father did what he did doesn't mean David deserve, uh, shouldn't be, shouldn't get a chance and he's absolutely right and that's how i look at it too he didn't do the crime why why would anybody hold that against him you know well because old school people are the sins of your father always goes down to the next generation true and that's why people change their names so they don't be stigmatized but Mm -hmm. this generation is totally different um as far as they don't believe that the child should have to carry the sins of their father. Right. No, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Uh, Josh Sanders, he said no, but WWE could use this toothless aggression that has has dad had. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Josh. Andrew Tester, he said, uh, is it Tester or Teaster? Teaster. It's Teaster. He said is it, it depends. Is it two E's? Huh? Is it two E's? No, it's a T-E-A, as in T. T-tire. Oh, Teaster. And then yeah. S-T-E-R. Uh, that looked like what a, joint. You smoking a joint. <laughs> a sip of tea. That didn't look like that it. Look. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, it's medical. Um, he, Andrew Teaster said it depends on if he's good enough. Well, and that's true too. Absolutely. You know that, that obviously that plays a part in it if he is good. You know if he's not good, why would he? Why would anybody? Right. Pick him and, up? and if and, he's and, and the thing with this too, that's another thing too. That if he's bad. They sh- no one should sign him just because of his name. Absolutely. But of course, there's always that indie person that's out there, that indie promotion that be like, "Ooh, Benoit, yeah, we'll get people in there. Let's bring him in, even though he can't wrestle." They will do that shit, you know, which is stupid. Uh, asinine. It is asinine. Jay Hobble. That's a ten. That's a ten. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's a 10, sure. Uh, <laughs> Jay Havel, boy, we haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, I hope so as what Chris did wasn't David's fault. No need to punish him. He's absolutely right. That's what I just said. I know. He's copying you. Not always. Jesus Christ, Josh. Jay Havel, you just made the book. Or Jay Havel. Yeah, you know what? Let's put him back in the book. Wasn't he in the book before? <laughs> He was. That he son of a bitch. Yeah, he did. Okay. I'm. Well, I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. Anyway, uh, <coughs> we still love you, Josh. Or Jay. <laughs> One of them, too. All right, so the results of the poll was 70% said yes, absolutely. And 30% said no. I don't know. Just no. Just no? <laughs> just no. <laughs> so now, that is it for the hot tag news. Now, I just wanted to bring this one out. It's a last-minute one that I saw, and I was like, you know what? We, I think this is something we do need to talk about, and it's Leo Rush. Now, I got to explain this because people are like, oh, Leo Rush, what he did was the right thing, you know? But you know what? And this is how I look at it. He hasn't been seen on TV since how long? 
Mm-hmm. Okay? And he's crying that he's more than what he's worth. Okay? And the reason why I'm saying this is because Canales, uh, Maria and her husband there, they're each making 500 grand each. Okay? Never complained. Never. I mean, they're getting paid. You know? And I'm assuming just, just like about 99% of the wrestlers that wrestle for WWE are saving their money and not splurging it like crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's what it leads to me about Leo Rush. You know, he's making 300 grand a year. Or no, a little bit, probably a little bit less than that. They offered him 300 grand. And he said, no, that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? He's worth more than that. Well, you ain't worth that much because you haven't been on TV in like three months, dude. I would take that in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? But, but my point is, is... What a lot of people don't understand is this is a job, man. You know what I'm saying? You should be thankful that you're making in the triple in the six-figure salary. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of damn money. That's more than what a lot of people make. And to do what you love, that's another whole thing in itself. But if you're going to treat this as something like just because you got good mic skills and and you can't because he's a good athlete. I'm not going to take that away from him. Does do good promo work. He's so annoying, and that's what gets people going. But when you haven't really established yourself in wrestling, in WWE itself, you got no room to talk, brother. You know what I'm saying? Keep your mouth shut. Just do your job, and that's it. You know, if they offer you that, okay. Play your cards right, though. Don't go on and take it on social media and say, well, I know what I'm worth, and that's not enough, and da-da-da. But then again, other people... That no Leo Rush says he loves to spend money. So whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Nobody else but him. Okay? There's a lot of guys there, especially coming up from NXT, and I'm sure Ricochet is one of them. Okay? That are making six figures, around 100, maybe 150, 200,000 maybe. And look at, where, look at where Ricochet is at now. Right. Okay? And I'm pretty sure he's the utmost professional person that's on that roster. So what do you guys think? I mean, I wanted to bring that up because it just gets me aggravated because I I was hearing more of people that do know Leo Rush, and they all said the same thing. He loves to flaunt his money. He loves to spend his money on bullshit. He doesn't know how to save and all this other stuff. Listen. So it's not nobody's fault but him. It is his fault. He's ghetto rich, number one. Number two, the salary that he's making could feed a... Six families of four. Yeah. Okay? And live comfortable. Yep. Well, when it comes to me, now, I think I'm pretty good on the mic. I think I I can cut a pretty good promo here and there. And, uh... Why did I press that on myself? (laughs) I have the remote, Rick. Oh, Lord. There you go. (laughs) Um, <laughs> bottom line is this. In the wrestling business, you know, I go out there and I perform. I do what I have to do as a manager and stuff like that. You got your, you got paid your first gig, I My heard. first gig. I walk out with $40 and a hot dog, you know? There you and, go. Uh, and a handshake. And a handshake. And I was it's always very, 40, it's, Can it's I have always, my money now? It's, it's always $40, a handshake, and a hot dog. Can I have yes, my money now? I was now? very happy with that, you know? Um, <laughs> he's, he's ignoring you. I want my thirty. Would bucks I rather have six hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Of course, you gotta humble yourself. You gotta start from the bottom and build your way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leo Rush, you jump, you here? 
you jumped in and uh, you did all this stuff. You did good stuff for Bobby Lashley. You made him the almighty Bobby Lashley. You helped him out with that. Lashley. Lashley. You gotta humble yourself and realize that you are in a business. You gotta do mm-hmm. what you're told. And that's it. Say, say, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, prime example look at the revival, you know? Exactly. That they did it the smart way, and I tell you why and how. They weren't happy where they were at, and they didn't say, "Oh, I know what I'm worth." All they mentioned was, "We probably won't resign." That's all they said. That's all they said. And they're good. They're a good talent right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's all they said. They didn't come out and say, "Oh, we know what we're worth," so uh, we're waiting on more money. They did, they did it the smart way, and they just said they know that you know, there's a good chance they won't resign. You know, they did a little cryptic tweets here and there, but that was just so smart of them. And then look look at the position that they're in now. You know, yeah, they're not on TV. They're not on TV, and the tag champions. <laughs> That's a good gig. <laughs> and still making bank. And still making bank, exactly. <laughs> All right, so that is it for the hot tag news. Again, people. We want more. So if you do got an idea or something you want us to talk about in the Hot Tag News segment and get your name mentioned and we read what you wrote to us and all that stuff like the $50 man himself, Clay Cummings, post it on our Facebook page and we will talk about it on the show. Um, we might make fun of you, maybe. I, did he spend that money already? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's $50. What the he, fuck's invested, he, he invested it. He invested it. He knows what he's worth. <laughs> Go to callnumberbrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using uh, promo code WPOV. You know, I was hoping he would do that, but he didn't do that shit. Motherfucker. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but go on our Facebook page and just ask us any questions that you want. We will discuss it on the show. Um, hot tag news segment. Make sure it's something, you know, like actually what Clay asked us, that was probably one of the best questions because that is, it, it is a hot topic. And, 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 the word, the Dame Benoit, is, is uh, that's a sticky subject. So, um, with that being said, let's go straight on to Raw Notes. All righty. Man. What? Dave Benoit. Dave Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris okay. Jericho joke. Uh, just leave it for him, okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 wow. I can't believe I went there, but I did. Which I didn't, but I did. All right. Um, now Raw started off hot. I'll tell. I'll be honest though. I will be honest. When I saw Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley, I was like, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" No, I don't want to watch this. But when they were like, "This is a false count anywhere match," I was like, "All right, let's see. Let me give it a chance." And it was phenomenal. The last part, like I was like. My jaw dropped when that happened, when Braun pushed Bobby through the, oh <laughs> the thing. God. And then all of a sudden, you hear Corey Graves go, holy shit! <laughs> it was like... And the funny thing is, is Lance Storm. I don't know if you guys remember Lance Storm from back in ECW. He immediately tweeted out, or he put it on Instagram, this had Paul Heyman written all over it. <laughs> So it is the start of the Paul Heyman era. Um, this was such, I mean, 
I gave this segment, even though it was an eight-minute segment and ended up no contest, obviously, I gave it a four and a half stars. This was such a hot start for Raw in such a long time. And I'm going to tell you this, I would have given it a five, because, but there was one thing missing. You know what that one thing was? What? Leo Rush. J- <laughs> yeah, right. JR. If JR was announcing this... He would have made it ten times better. Absolutely. My God, he's got a family. <laughs> <laughs> Broke him in half. So yeah, I gave this uh, four and a half stars in my opinion. What'd you guys give it? I went uh, three and a half. Okay, Mimi. Uh, I went four. Oh wow. What was you saying, Rick? I went for three and a half. Uh, just because again, it was Bobby Lashley and Braun. So <laughs> it's and, true. Uh, it was entertaining, and the mm-hmm. half point definitely went with the holy shit so. yeah but i mean just just the way the hot that hearts the heart the hot <laughs> start <laughs> heart, start. Right. heart wasn't there okay? don't break my heart my good breaking heart fuck y'all but <laughs> no i mean it was such a hot start that's why i was like it had me on my feet it had me wanting to see what the fuck was gonna happen you know and then when when cory gray said holy shit i'm like damn they took this to a whole nother level man uh, then up next was the Viking Raiders versus New Day. Uh, Samoa Joe came out and attacked Kofi from behind. Um, they were all out in a big brawl because uh, Kofi came out or whatever. It was a all. It was just crazy. They went. The only thing is, they did the whole thing where commercial come back six man tag. I'm like Jesus Christ, guys. It would have been perfect ending that way, but I didn't mind the six man, especially the fact that. Uh, Samoa Joe made Kofi pass out. Okay, yeah, that's mm-hmm. Kofi's first loss. That is matches. So I mean, that was just a great. It, it, the match in itself was okay. It was good, but I just liked how they pieced everything together. And I gotta give, and this is the first time I gotta give Renee Young a a, a, a laugh. I got to give her a pat in the back because when one of the Viking, the bigger Viking Raider, I forgot his name, when he did this, Ivar, Ivar, yeah, when he did the suicide dive, dive through the ropes, Renee Young says, wow, 305 Live at his best. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rick, that was funny, even for Renee. You no. got to give her that. No. Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. So I gave this segment a three because the match was good. I liked how they incorporated Samoa Joe into it. Wasn't a big fan of the six-man tag, but they still made it into something interesting. So, did you guys? Well, I gave I gave the first match a three, and I gave the second match a two because I didn't want to mm-hmm. see it again. I thought the Viking Raiders and New Day, <laughs> like, yo, Big E and, and Xavier can do things together, man. They don't need Kofi anymore. And, you know, they I really was watching... Don't. Ride along with the new day, and I'm just like, yo, y'all can't be funny all the time. It was just, yeah. stop it already. Just be wrestlers. It's true. That's true, Mimi. I gave it a two because it was a new day. <laughs> and then up next was a funny moment with Drake Maverick uh, with his wife. <laughs> now I didn't even know this about his wife. His wife was in the May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Um, uh, yeah, so that for me that was funny. Uh, then it was supposed to be No Way Jose versus Cesaro. It was a no contest due to the twenty four seven thing that they were doing. Uh, <laughs> Our truth leaning on the barricade uh, in front of Drake Maverick and his wife. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, up next, it was Drew and Shane addressing the Undertaker. 
Honestly, this was 14 minutes. It was way too long for them guys to have this airtime. I gave it a one and a half stars only because Drew spiced it a little, I guess. And that's the only re- I was going to give it a one, but the half, I was like, well, because Drew, he's got to come out on his own. They got to stop this shit with Shane, and I hope at Extreme Rules that they do. Um, I, went, I went one because I did not understand what Undertaker was saying. And and that's what I was going to say, too. You know, they kept it dark throughout that whole promo. And I it was like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I gave it that extra half point only because of Drew and Undertaker. So. Mimi? Not me. I gave it a one. You gave it a one. <laughs> <laughs> so then up next, it was Lacey Evans with Baron Corbin versus Natalia. Uh, Lacey Evans came out on top. Three-minute match. Wasn't the greatest. I gave it a two. Um, only because it was there was a little in in those two uh, three minutes there was a little bit of excitement in it and I like Lacey Evans you know I mean she's very green but I can see the potential in her and sh- and she really is trying in that ring and I, and I can see that Rick I went two and a half okay I, I I like the Baron Corbin interference and stuff like that so it was pretty cool okay Mimi yeah I gave it a three because of that okay and then um then they kind of ruin it with this they gotta stop who. I want to know who the fuck is behind this two out of three false shit. This got to go in the book. It got to go in the book. Yeah, you know what? I think you're absolutely right. Um, Two out of three. What, what's that song? Because two out of three ain't bad. What, what was it called? You know what I'm talking about? That's like from 1945. Oh, shit. Damn, that's way before your time. Um, yeah. yeah, put uh, two out of three ain't bad. Goes in the book. <laughs> ain't bad? Ain't bad, yeah. It is bad. I know it is bad. That's what makes it funny. Get together, Mimi. My God. All right, Rick, do the honors. Two out of three ain't bad. I should say two out of three is bad. (laughs) It is bad, but it's funnier the other way. Actually, you know what? I'm going to throw this out there. Who in our wrestling POV family, the fans, wants to do a little jingle for us or can come up with a jingle uh, to get people out of the book? We got... Our, we got Rick saying in the book, and uh, we need something for out of the book. So if you can come up with something, drop us a line on our Facebook page, and uh, we might use it on our show. So there you go. There's a contest you for you. Just left the you book. just left the book. You, you trying to get another one, Rick? Shut up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you see, as soon as I say it, it was like, no, it's got to be me. <laughs> That's son me. of a <laughs> It should have been me. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So, Elias versus The Miz. The thing with this, I did like this match. It wasn't that bad. I ain't going to lie. It wasn't, it wasn't the greatest either. For me, it was down the middle. So, that's why I gave it a two and a half stars. It was a nine-minute match. Uh, Rick? I went two. Two? Yes. All right. Mimi? Mimi? I went two. Okay. And then there was the uh, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins interview. And then, all of a sudden, Maria and Mike Canellas came out. Challenged them to a match. Uh, the thing of it is, the match went three minutes. Uh, it was a little. Wait, 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 what? wait, wait. Go back to the interview. What? Oh, and yeah. She <laughs> said, me, me and, and my, my bitch, bitch yeah. versus you and yours. Uh, yours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was Definitely hilarious. Definitely edgier. 
They wouldn't have said that before, but I just thought that was funny as hell. Do it! Um, if you're Mike Kinnell. Ex- I know, right? It's like, God, man, you lucky you paying me all this money. Um, but they had the match. It was a three-minute match. I gave it a one and a half stars only because this was different. And Mike, we finally got to see Mike and Maria doing their little thing and to show uh, Maria's talent in the ring. And I liked it. Even though she didn't do anything, but she is such a good character that she knows how to do it. And she's been doing it a long time. And that's why I'm glad they had her in this. And then, of course, throws everybody off by saying she was pregnant. And I just, I, the only thing is, and, and it's the reason why I gave it a one and a half, where do they go from here with Mike yeah. and Maria? What's going to happen after that? I mean, she can stick around for a little bit, I guess. She, yeah, she can do, like, managing. I mean, Christ, do it like that and, and treat him like a bitch then. You know? <laughs> what Who knows? Like, How do you what, know they're not going to do it that way? Uh, they, they, well, because we haven't seen Raw yet. So we, <laughs> well, they haven't heard us yet. They haven't heard us. That's, that, you know what? That's what it is. Yep. All right, so, Rick, what'd you give it? I gave it a two. I was actually entertained by it. So. Okay, Mimi? I gave it a one. All right. Um, then it was the moment of bliss <laughs> segment with Nikki Cross. Carmella interrupts. It turns into a match. Uh, at first, Alexa Bliss was uh, against Carmella. It was a, literally a seven-second fucking match. Um, then it was Nikki versus Carmella. It was a two-minute match. Uh, the winner, Nikki Cross, won that one. I gave this one a two stars only because I, I like I love Nikki Cross. She's she's so talented, and they got it. They got to go somewhere with this, so that's what I'll... I went uh, one and a half. I was just like, are you seriously doing this to Alexa Bliss? <laughs> right? Uh, Mimi? I went to a two, but I was like, are you seriously doing this yeah. to Nikki Cross? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. All right, then the next segment, it was Drake Maverick. He wins the 24-7 title. So I, I looked at the YouTube video. Oh, my God, it is so funny what he's doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of digging the 24-7 thing. But I think, honestly, leave it between Drake and, and R-Truth. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we've, we've seen R-Truth more times than, than, than he has in a while. And this, honestly, this fits him. You know, and it also fits Drake Maverick, too. Yes, it does. And we'll see where he goes. Because Drake is very talented. If you saw him in TNA under um, Rockstar, Rockstar Spud, Spud, he was very good, man. This guy's, and I'm glad they're doing that this with him. As much as everybody hates the title, I think it's a good, you know, comedy skit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then finally, uh, the main event, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. Good fucking match. Um, the winner ended up being Ricochet. Um, but... It was so funny because initially AJ Styles won, and but then they, of course they had to review it because the foot was under the ropes or whatever, and they restarted the match. But the did you hear why they did that spot? Why? So that way they can go in commercial because Vince Jeez. is. I'm dead serious, and it was because Vince is trying not to do this thing where they go to commercial and they're still wrestling. So that's that was Vince's way of, you know, so <clears throat> that's why they did that spot. Uh, but the match was good. Ricochet is so damn talented. I mean, give it by WrestleMania. I think next year you'll see Ricochet with that title, mm-hmm. the heavyweight title, either Universal or WWE. Um, he's that good. Um, they, uh, all of a sudden, uh, Style, um, Styles, Gallows, and Anderson beat the shit out of Ricochet. 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 Um, They beat the crap out of Ricochet. Uh, So he'll turn for AJ, return of the club. 
I gave it a three and a half stars. It was a good match. I loved the ending. I loved how they ended with people hating AJ now. Good. Yeah. Um, What'd you I give was, it? I gave it a three and a half as well. Um, last week's match, I gave it a four. This week, I didn't like that stupid restart match. Just the restart, restart, yeah. Match. Yep. Um, but the club coming together stuff, I gave it a, an extra half point, so I gave it three and a half. Okay, Mimi? I gave it a three. Oh, Be- all right. Because what? Oh, because of the oh. restart match. <laughs> all right, so uh, overall, my rating for Raw was a three. All right, my overall was a two and a half. Nice, nice. So, uh, Mimi, what'd you give it an overall? Did you get it or no? A one. Seriously. Overall, raw was a one. When I when I did my chingadera here, the uh, the adding and then dividing, it came out to one. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. On that note. Let's take a quick pause for the cause. When we come back, we got SmackDown Breakdown and NXT POV. We'll be right back. This is the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are. Don't forget that Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar Noble brand. Go to CollarNoblebrand.com. Save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Remember, that's WPOV. And, uh, yeah, they got some great stuff. Great t-shirts, great hats. It helps your local indie wrestlers. They got bags. They got sunglasses. And it helps the greatest wrestling POV podcast of all time, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global, because we are one of a kind. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. And, little boy, if you're still listening, do not use $200 on the one purchase. Use 10 different purchases <laughs> of $200. His name and is Sangway. Sangway, use it 10 times because then we'll get money each time you use the <laughs> promo code. So don't buy $200 worth in one shot. Wait a minute. How old is he, anyways? He's 13. Oh, he's 13? Oh, he knows. All right. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows. He, he, he knows. Yeah, he knows. he knows. Oh, and by the way, guys. What? Um, I, f- I fucked up. All right, what? So, um, actually, Raw is for me is two stars. Oh, gee. That's still low, but anyway. <laughs> Yo, you know what the thing is, people? Uh, Miguel Cole is usually our mathematician. <laughs> yeah. And, um, he does my dishes. Listen, for a puppet, he's smart as hell when it comes to numbers. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the SmackDown Breakdown. Are you ready? It was even premature. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the show. Oh, God. Uh, Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre are out there <laughs> talking about the big dog, Roman Reigns, and uh, the Undertaker, and how they weren't afraid. Kevin Owens basically telling them, well, you were afraid. You were. Yes, you were. Now, is, um, now, is Kevin Owens a baby face now? Well, if you gave me two more seconds. <laughs> um, Dolph Ziggler comes out, and... Kevin Owens is like, no, 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 yeah, no, it's not, you're not going to do it, it's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about you, no, I don't want it, 
And yeah, so that's kind of weird. It's kind of baby facious, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. So just, it was just perplexing. It was very perplexing. Wow. I can't even say yeah, the damn you word. You can't even say perplexing. No, perplexing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all um, it sounded yeah. like, too. Um, and then this was Shane's a like, thirteen damn minute segment, too. Yeah, and Shane McMahon says, <laughs> "You know what, guys? Be a tag team player. <laughs> and if you uh, win, you get a tag team title shot." Now, I'm gonna tell you this much, too, before you go on with the rest of SmackDown. This had nothing of Eric Bischoff. I'm gonna tell you that. And number two, he's not really taking over till after Extreme Rules, so. <laughs> exactly. And if you gave me never, I would never say that. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. So I gave that segment a one. I gave it a one too. I gave it a one. I gave it a one. Did you give it a one or a two? <laughs> a one. <laughs> so did you add the one and the one and it then was, divide it by the one? It was my division. I was, screwed oh, up on my division, okay. right? I got you. Was you wait a minute. Was All you right. doing Steiner math? No. <laughs> <laughs> My God. All right, next up we had Daniel Bryan versus Big E. Um, I like the match because of Roman, Rowan's interference. Uh, I like I'm starting to like Daniel Bryan and Rowan as a tag team. No. I don't think they're going to be holding the titles too much longer, but I enjoyed this match between Daniel and Big E. Gave it a two. Really? I gave it a one. I hated this. I gave it a point five. <laughs> I hated wow. this with everything. I hated it. I hated it. Did you hate it? I hated it, yeah. Wow. I gave it a one. Yep, sure did. Um, <laughs> we had our truth backstage saying, I'm going to get my baby back. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then we had uh, Bailey up against Nikki Cross. Well, you forgot the moment of bliss. After, after yet. That bullshit. Four seconds. <laughs> Nikki Cross was hosting the moment of bliss. Excuse me if you understand my accent. Uh, really? And, uh, <laughs> Seriously? It was corny, bro. I was, the, like, that on. was a four-minute segment, and I still gave it a rating of a point five. As much so as did I. I love Dickie Cross, I hated this segment. This segment really was stu- because it makes her look like a fucking chump. It, it, yeah. 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 Hopefully, well, we get we get the psychotic. We saw the match between and Bailey match, and Nikki yeah. Cross, and uh, Bailey picks up the win. I gave this match a two. I, I did. That's two. what I gave it to. Yeah, it was a three-minute match, but I gave it a two. I I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, uh, sure we did. Had Kofi Kingston and Samoa Joe in the ring doing a little face-off. Everything Joe said, I loved. I loved the whole thing. I love Joe's attitude. Joe's swagger. You know how mm-hmm. he's just like, go ahead, tell me, Kofi, and put his hand out, tell me, shake my hand, and then. Kofi gonna go stick up that crooked ass middle finger of his. Just, <laughs> are you kidding? This is, is wait, a is that, is that, five segment. Is that is that book worthy? That is that you know no, what it's it not. definitely damn is book worthy. Yeah. Listen, we're sick of saying the guy's name and well, now you're gonna put him in the book a hundred times for that make not, him a lifer. Uh, no, no, it's cause he does stupid stuff. So we put the stupid stuff in the book. That's true. So exactly. Kofi's crooked finger goes in the book. Yeah. Crooked middle finger. Yeah, crooked middle finger. Crooked middle finger. Kofi's crooked middle finger! You just made the book! Now, I agree with you. I gave this segment a point five. As much as I love Samoa Joe, man, this was... I, I'm going to tell you this. This was the worst promo by Kofi saying, 
that you'll never have a moment at WrestleMania like I did and celebrate it with your kids. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. And, and then the damn pancakes were inside his fucking belt all that time. And then when they scrapped and then the fucking pancakes flew all over and he still threw it to the crowd. I'm like, ew. I'm like, are you, you can't be serious with this guy. And, oh, he's serious. And, and then, <laughs> but then the thing is, is that he acts like, oh my God. Like, he says these things. It's like, dude, just shut your fucking mouth, man. You are good talent, but you're doing things wrong. And he acts like he's not. And you are. Mm-hmm. That little thing that he said. About to, to Samoa Joe that he'll never have a moment at WrestleMania like he did and celebrated with his kids. That should have never been in that promo. Never did because it made him look like an asshole. You know, more than, and I knew he was trying to get it, but that's not how you say it. That's not, you don't, even, you don't say that. You're not a heel, dude. And you're not, you know, because to me, he was trying to act like he was bragging. Like, yeah. No, that's not your character. Cut the shit. I did the head wave and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so then we had Andrade versus Apollo Cruz. Guys, give me more of this. This is what SmackDown yes. is missing. Yep. I really enjoyed this match. I love Zelina Vega. I think this whole thing yep. works with them. I gave this match a three. I gave it a two and a half. I gave it a two and a half. I gave it a two. Yep. I gave it okay. a two and a half. Kind of low. Kind of low. Not really. All I right. mean, I'm just a half yeah, point away low. from three. But you know what? Honestly, this match... And there's another match that I have where two and a half, and they were the highest <laughs> out of the whole show. And so, <laughs> I mean, this is a compliment for these guys. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black says, the person who challenges him, who knocked on his door, meet me at Extreme Rules. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> Ember Moon defeated Mandy Rose, one and a half. Five. That's what I gave it. It was a two-minute match. Two. I gave it a one and a half. I gave it, it one two. point for each minute. <laughs> yeah, there you go. obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, um, I was just ashamed. Anyway. It's going to get better, I hope. I hope Maybe. so, too. Something. Um, I really do. Shelton Behamin, what in tarnation? <laughs> the fuck is going What's on with What's he doing him? with his eyes? <laughs> Should we put his eyes in the book? <laughs> I mean, what's scary is that the thing that scares me is that they asked him about the WWE Championship. Yeah. So it's like you're not gonna be part. He's not gonna be part of the WWE Championship, right? <sighs> let me ask you a question though: Would you rather have him going for the WWE Championship or Shane McMahon? Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I think, well, because the reason why I say that is because um, uh, Eric Bischoff made a comment about that. And he said that, like, I'm just verbatim, not saying this isn't word for word, but he was pretty much saying he's glad he's going to be there because that angle that he heard that eventually will make Shane McMahon challenge Kofi, he goes, I'm, there's no way I'm doing that. He goes, Mm-mm, nope. The, he goes, yeah, he said this. He said the McMahons need to be off television. That's exactly what he said. That part he said. I'm yeah, because we'll he's been listening and, to our and, show, and uh, yeah, he's got his own show, and way popular been, than and ours. And he was like, "Why you gotta burst out bubble?" Uh, it's truth on, be told, Tony. truth be told, come on, truth be told, truth be told, we could drink. No, come on, the truth be told. Come on, oh damn. Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate. 
so much about the things that you choose to be. You know, that is the longest sound effect that we have. Definitely is. And it's the most longest and the most used. Uh, what? No, it's Whoa. not. All right, relax, Michael Scott hater. I know, right? <laughs> Bingo! All right, and the main event, we had Heavy Machinery up against Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. Really enjoyed it. I'm really, really loving Heavy Machinery. Told you. I told you. I'm really loving them. I gave this match a three. I was... Really invested in the match. I love the ending. I was too. Where Dolph super kicked Kevin Owens and then KO at the end said, Oh, screw this! And stunned uh, Dolph mm-hmm. Ziggler. So I went with a three. I gave it a two and a half. Uh, it was a 12 minute match and I did enjoy it. So I gave it a two and a half. Uh, yeah, that was what I gave it. Mimi? I gave it a one and a half. I fell asleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn! Um, overall, SmackDown, I gave them a one and a half stars. My overall for them was a one star. Um, it's a one star. Actually, the total was 1.44, but obviously didn't go over 1.5. So Mine was I, a 1.25. That's why it stayed at a one for me. So, yeah, SmackDown was just bad. It was bad. Yeah, SmackDown was overall bad. And people, Eric Bischoff did not take over no, yet. No, he did not. He did not. not let this fool you. All right. It is now time for NXT POV. Mamma Mia! <laughs> I love how the crowd is starting to chant Mamma Mia. I know, right? Loving it. What other commentator can you say that the fans do that for? Nobody. 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 You, you got to give him his props. Got to give him his props. All right. Mia Yim mm-hmm. up against Aaliyah. Uh, and Aaliyah loses to Mia Yim. And Mia Yim. I mean, I really enjoy Mia Yim a lot. I do too, yeah. Love the attitude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's, how do I say this? It's just different, you know? Because normally with the Asian wrestlers, they're usually just either quiet or they're just using their language. Yeah, that's true. Mia Yim is Americanized, and she's using this, I'm a bad bitch attitude. But she's Blasian. Well, there you go. Well... She is Asian. What? And she's using that attitude. So I love the swagger. I love the attitude with her. And she really pulls it off well. And she's calling out Shayna Baszler. Saying, I yep. want that title, bitch. Yep. So I went two and a half with this match. That's what I gave. I did too. Two and a half. Yep. All Bingo. Right. After the match, we had William Regal and the Forgotten Sons. The Forgotten Son, he tells them, you blew your chance at the titles. The next one's go for the titles is uh, Birch and Lorcan next week. Yeah. So I'm yep. guessing the Forgotten Sons are getting involved in that match. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had Kushida defeating Jeff Parker. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything with Kushida I enjoy. I just and you know what? Even, and thing, the man. thing it is, too, was that this was a quick three-minute three, three minute match. I don't know who the fuck Parker was, so I was just like, but you're right. I mean, Kushida, he's just that type of character that you do enjoy watching. And I'm going to tell you this much, as much as I wanted to give this like a one star, I still I gave it a two only because of Kushida. Only because of who as he is. As did I. As did I. So. I gave it a two as well. Mimi? I gave it a one because Jesus it's such Christ. a short match. <sighs> Mimi. Uh, <laughs> next up, we had Cameron Grimes versus Isaiah Scott mm-hmm. in the, 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 the tournament for the breakout star. Yep. Um, Cameron Grimes picks up the win. 
I gave it a two. I gave it a two and a half. I enjoyed this match. Um, yeah, I saw some things that you that, normally don't see. Yeah, yeah. But, Fast-paced action. But I watched it, you know, with with these guys doing the breakout, I, I don't watch it as a fan. I watch it as a wrestler, and they, did, they made a, a lot of mistakes. But then I rewatched it again as a fan, and that's what I gave it the two and a half because I did enjoy it. But as a wrestler, I saw the mistakes that a lot of people didn't see, and I was just like, oh, dude, you guys got to work on that. So... That's why I gave it a two and a half. I, I gave it a two as a fan because I'm a fan and I'm not a wrestler. <laughs> Your fan go blow away. Yeah, blow. That um, was Next we have Belair up against Priscilla Zuniga. <laughs> what uh, you say? Um, Priscilla. I, I did it. I, I, I got uh, 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two minute match. match. Honestly, yeah, I, I gave it a I gave it a one and a half. I mean, because it was still a match, so it wasn't yeah. the greatest, though. You know, so I gave it a one and a half. I gave it a two. Oh, one for each minute. <laughs> All right. If I was to rate it, I would give it a two as well. Um, yeah. Then we had the main event: uh, Roderick Strong up against Tyler Breeze. Um, Roderick Strong wins again off a of distraction. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest with you. Wasn't that impressed with this match? Uh, um, I, is it possible that they're pushing Tyler too quickly on this return? Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think that's so. What's bothering me? And I, I think. but I like Tyler Breeze. I like the character. He's a damn Absolutely. good wrestler, and I th- I think maybe and this might be how you're looking at it too, Rick. Is I think he's better as a heel. Than a baby. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I think that's what the problem is. He needs to go back to a heel. And to give mm-hmm. him all these wins is fine. As a yeah. heel, though. As a heel. As a face, mm, the push could still be there. But for me, it just doesn't fit him. It just, like, instead of having Bianca Belair fighting this other girl, give Breeze a match like that where yeah. he's winning quickly exactly. to build him back up. Yeah. Because right now, it's just like, why are you even in this picture? Yeah. So I gave this match honestly a one and a half because I'm sick of these distractions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I gave it a two and a half because I did enjoy it. I love the wrestling work they did in the ring. You know, like I said, Tyler Breeze is a very good talent in the ring. So is Roderick Strong. And to see Roderick Strong keep pace with Tyler Breeze, I was impressed with that. So that's why I gave it a two and a half. Mimi? Two. Damn. All right, and overall, I gave NXT two stars. That's what I gave NXT. Yeah, Whoa. Two stars as well. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Uh, Look right, at us go. It is now time for Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. <coughs> Every week on our Facebook page, you, the fans, get to vote for what your was your favorite show. Was it Raw, SmackDown, NXT? Mm-hmm. Use the like emojis. Use the thumbs up for SmackDown. Use the heart for Raw. And use the smiley face for NXT. This week, the fans voted in favor of Monday Night Raw, 51%, to NXT's 30%, to SmackDown's 19%. Wow. Yeah, so um, I got to agree with the fans. My ratings and everything go with the fans. I had Raw with two and a half stars, NXT with two stars, and SmackDown with one and a half stars. My vote this week is Raw. Yeah, I gave Raw a three stars overall. I gave NXT a two stars overall, and I gave SmackDown a one star overall so yeah between that and the fans yeah I'm, uh, finally i think this is a unanimous uh gotta go with raw mimi 
well, Raw wins. Okay. <laughs> well, because it's two, two stars for Raw, two stars for NXT, one star for uh, SmackDown. And I agreed, Raw wins because it was more entertaining. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Raw is catching up now. NXT right. had a big lead with seven. Now Raw has five, and SmackDown is still on one. So maybe when Bischoff <laughs> can make SmackDown better than ever. Uh, in the make weeks SmackDown after, great again. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be huge. huge. And nobody does it better than me, so, you know, there you go. Twitter fingers. Wait, who are you trying to be? Um, I was just being myself. I don't know what you were trying oh, to do. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. So, <laughs> all right. So, with that being said, it is time for the Wrestling POV's book. Those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of professional wrestling. We put it in there just so we can discuss it because they're goofy. They're stupid. They're funny or whatever. And um, they're perplexing. They're perplexing. So we put it in Wow, there. you said it! So th- I did. You did. You did it! Yay. <laughs> now you messed up. Now he's got to start from the beginning. I know. Because I forgot what I said. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so basically, and then we just talk about it, people. And if you guys got a suggestion to put something in the book, throw it on our Facebook page. And hey, we'll consider it. We might make fun of you. We might make fun of you, but hey, we'll consider it. All right, so you guys ready? Yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> well, John Cena's hair don't is off the book. Woo! It is off. Sing, Rick. What? You are out the book. <laughs> People, fans, I beg you, come up with something and put it on our Facebook page. If you want to do a video of it, that's fine. And then we'll use your voice for whenever we take somebody off the book, okay? You are out the <laughs> Do better than Rick Serrano, please. Just that's all I asked. He he's all over this show and he gets he gets his own jingle for SmackDown. He 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 it's ridiculous. You know what it is? No 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 no. It's churlish. <laughs> it is churlish. And where does it not belong? Churly. <laughs> Not in the toilet. Not in the toilet. Well, no, in the toilet. All right, let's yeah. get back to it. Shane's damn ego times eight stays. Matt Riddle Chunkla stays. Uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Have they been back there? No. They're no? never going back. It's Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> but we still love you as a fan, though. Uh, Renee Young's commentary is in the lifer spot, so we will Rick. no longer be talking about it. You're on, so, Rick. How's he on? What's that? You're a life. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't give him no more. <laughs> uh, Kofi's mic privileges times three. Four. Five. He might be a six. lifer for that. Um, Robert Roode's porn star mustache. Stays. I don't know. Man. I don't know either. We haven't seen him in a while. I say we take it off. One more week. One more week? Okay. One more week. Uh, Kofi's 11 years stays. Mrs. Daddy issue stays. Natty stinky promo. Uh, yeah, it stays. Sure. You are out the. <laughs> sound like, you get to see. Like Trump. That's so funny. Imagine Trump does that. You're at the book. 
no one says it. No one says it better than it is just terrible. Nobody does it better than I do. Terrible. So you Nobody just get knows off the book. You are. Yes. Just get out the book. You're terrible. Co- <laughs> Kofi's armpit tatas. <laughs> New Day's fucking pancakes, my god, that's you know that's what? Worst I'm, I'm telling you right it. now, by next week, I think I'm, I'm gonna make it a lifer. Uh, new entrance to the book. Wait, no, we got a lot. You brought it all over the place. Uh, Nicole Cross stays. Bailey's badonkadonk. Oh, that stays. Colt Cabana's broke ass again. Stays. Lacey Evans, veggie wedgie. I didn't see it this time. Stays. Stays. Okay. <laughs> and the new entrance to the book. It's uh, Kofi's crooked middle finger. Stays. And uh, two out of three ain't bad. New entrance. Stays. All right. So that is it for the show. <laughs> well, let's not forget, guys. Miguel wrote on Twitter. Oh, yeah. They found me, and I let them in. Hashtag Puppet Mania. If you guys know what it means, if you want to reach out. We're putting you guys back. to work. Yeah, we need your help. We need to find Miguel. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what that means. Wait, Come let on, me ask guys. you guys a question, though. And, and I'm talking about the fans. Do you guys even miss Miguel? I mean, we need some help here. I miss you Miguel. Know? Do we really miss him? Do you guys miss him? Just put it on our Facebook page. Write it down there. I or think if you we can should figure do a this poll. Out, we should do a poll. Um, or if you can figure out his cryptic tweet, um, let us know what you think he means by that. And uh, we'll discuss it further on next week's show. Um, actually, next week's will be the uh, Extreme Rules pay-per-view points game, right? Yes, sir. So uh, will we have a new champion? Yes, I always say that all the time, and it always happens. I haven't seen a back-to-back champion since Matt Novak. Uh, you know what? Hold up. Wait a minute. Stop. I was going to end the show, but I got to say this now to Matt Novak. Okay? I saw him on Facebook, and he was at the Yankee and Boston game in London, and that mofo is a Boston fan. What? Yeah. They're from New England. Of course he is. He's a you know, red coat. You know, Matt, I liked you up until that point. I hope you had a terrible time at the game. They Boston lost both games, so there. What's that tell you? Lady, you picked the wrong team. You, you know what will make it worse, Tony? What? If we put Mr. Matt Novak, Boston Red Sox love, <laughs> in the book. You know what? I want to do that. Yes. It'll go Matt Novak's I... Boston Red Sox love. You just made the book. <laughs> Son of a... You know what? Biscuit. Biscuit. But you well, know what? He's got kids. <laughs> He'll, he'll be in the book until that he apologizes. Yep, just like we did. Who we did, we did that to Jay Hovel, right? Yeah. Or yep. Josh. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> there you go. No, you know what? I don't even want an apology from him. You know what I want? He needs to turn the other cheek and go for uh, be a Yankees fan. I want to hear the Let's Go Yankees I want to hear a, yeah, let's, exactly. a video of Let's Go uh, Yankees. There we go. Let's Go Yankees. Yankees. And they whoop Boston's ass. Both games. So there. <laughs> All right. Now we're done with the show. All right. With that being said, next week, don't forget, Wrestling POV's pay-per-view points game, Extreme Rules. And what's the, what's the 13-year-old name? 
Because I haven't seen him play. Oh, no, he doesn't have Facebook. <laughs> he doesn't have Facebook. Well, you know what? Give your give your pics to your mother, and then we'll put them in for you. All right. That way you Segway. can play. Give your pics there to you your mother. Um, with that being said, uh, hopefully you guys will tune in. If you have any questions, just put it on our Facebook page. Thank you very much. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Mimi Goody. And the third wheel. Rick Sorrento Lippert. And until we find Miguel Cole, oh, my God, love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The song. Yeah. So we got to play a song. And again, your goal is to beat the wrestling. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Your goal is to beat the wrestling POV crew. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Jerks. Here we go. And during the few moments that we have left, the best oh, in the world, Chick Magnet Punk. It's a sign, Miguel. You're coming home. But you know what's funny though is that we talked about AJ Lee too. That's been happening a lot on the show too. You know. You think it's right? You get cult of personality. No one does it better than I do. I don't know why Personality, a cult of personality, a cult of